And uh, yeah, you know, there's been some good news. His release date's actually been moved up. So we're expecting actually to see Owen December 8th. So whether that's because of good behavior or what, uh, he's he's actually getting out earlier than we expected. So we're very excited to see him return. Welcome back. So InfoWars host Owen Schroyer is more than two-thirds of the way through his 60-day sentence, stemming from his presence at January 6th. Owen's sentence isn't even close to the longest suffered by the January 6th defendants, but it's still one of the most sinister because Owen, importantly, didn't do anything wrong at all. He didn't do anything. He didn't go inside the Capitol. He didn't swing a weapon. He didn't carry one. He never got into a shoving match with cops. He never broke down any barricades. He never incited any violence, never committed any violence. Literally, all that Owen did to be behind bars is being at the Capitol and chanting boring political slogans through a bullhorn. He chanted 1776 and death to tyranny. How horrible. Well, for that, the feds are working hard to make Owen stay behind bars as dreadful as possible. A letter from Owen has just come out in which he describes his treatment. Quote, the starving days and sleepless nights continue. I'm in lockdown all day and I only get 15 minutes to shower on Monday, Wednesday and Friday. But however bad it is, Owen won't be locked up much longer. He's scheduled for release on December 18th, just in time for Christmas. And that means he'll finally get to rejoin his colleagues at InfoWars. Harrison Smith hosts American Journal on InfoWars. He's a good friend of Owen Schroyer, and he joins us now. Harrison, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here. Uh, thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's been some good news. His release date's actually been moved up. So we're expecting actually to see Owen December 8th. So whether that's because of good behavior or what, uh, he's he's actually getting out earlier than we expected, so we're very excited to see him return. How are, how are you getting this information about his release? Are you do you have contact with Owen? Uh, I do not have contact with Owen. Uh, Owen hardly has contact with anybody. Most of the information I get is from the uh, his team that's running his social media at Owen Schroyer seventeen seventy six on Twitter. They tend to get the information first and then spread it to everybody else. Uh, we were we were under the understanding he wasn't even even he couldn't even talk to his attorney. Yeah, that's true. And uh, he was stopped. He was prevented from speaking to anybody for a long time while he was in solitary. And then there was a little bit of communication with his lawyer through email only. Uh, it's sort of arbitrary, whatever it seems like, whatever the prison feels like allowing him to do at whatever time. That's what he's allowed to do. So it's very intermittent and uh, not a lot of it's confirmed. But I believe this is confirmed that he'll be out uh, this Friday. So thank God. So we've seen this theme developing where there's this two-tiered system of justice and economics uh, in America, which is basically a fallen and occupied state at this point. So either you're in the preferred class and you get the thumb on the scale for whatever your heart desires, or you're a working American whose opinions are seen as poisonous and you get debanked or you get banned from the airlines or Uber or you can't rent a VRBO or worse, like in Owen's case, you get put in prison for exercising your First Amendment right to free speech and to peaceably assemble and to petition the government to redress your grievances. So how far is America behind countries like England or Canada or New Zealand, which are imprisoning people for preaching or for merely speaking? Aren't we already there? We are already there in a lot of ways. And I, I think it's even worse than we understand, because typically you think of a two-tiered system. You think of an example where it's like, well, they protest and riot and we protest and riot we get punished and they don't but it's so much worse than that they actually riot and burn down buildings and cause a billion dollars in damage not only are they not punished protesters in new york and philadelphia and other leftist cities have been rewarded tens of thousands of dollars each millions upon millions of dollars 
to reward the people doing that. Where on the other hand, we don't riot, don't burn things down, instead hold peaceful protest and actually get sent to jail. So it's not like they do this and we do this. They're pu- they get away with it and we get punished. It's they do this and get away with it and rewarded. We don't do anything and we get punished and, uh, you know, thrown into jail. So the unfairness is even more diabolical than, than originally it, it may appear. And on top of that, I'd say it's almost, it's worse than anarchy. In a lot of ways, it's a lot worse. If, if it was just anarchy, if it was just no law and just people were robbing and stealing, but at the same time, you could defend yourself and not face punishment for it, it'd be fine. Now we're entering into this paradigm where we have this hyper capable state whose sole purpose is to crush dissent amongst the people. And it's a very dangerous world that we're not just entering into. We are firmly already in here. It's a banana republic. I mean, it really is what it is. And if you take January 6th, for example, that's the easy one. We can all see exactly what happened. Uh, Nobody brought guns. Nobody, you know, was there to, you know, uh, perpetuate a violent insurrection. I don't think this country has seen a violent insurrection yet. Uh, You know, and we we often say on this program, look, we're intervening in every other government's goings on across the uh, planet. We like to stick our missiles here and our agenda there. And if people don't cooperate, we just go bomb and kill millions of people. Well, you know, NGOs and Lockheed Martin and Raytheon and Lindsey Graham, the Raytheon butt slut and all of his cronies in the D.C. beltway get trillions of dollars. They just enrich themselves and empower themselves forever. Uh, So that same government saw this uprising of the American people, which is the only intervention that we will support, is when the American people rise up and intervene against this murderous corporate crime syndicate. Uh, and so now we have POWs living on U.S. soil being held in solitary confinement and subjected to torture. The only people that died were peaceful and innocent protesters, military veterans. Uh, Owen Schroyer goes to prison. You know, there's a lot of other people out here who were there that have not gone to prison, strangely enough. And if you start looking into them, you know, it gets very suspicious as well. But you also have, you know, you you were speaking of this paradigm where we're imprisoned or, you know, somehow persecuted for doing nothing while these people, I mean, just think about the open molestation of children, the criminal sexual conduct that happens throughout an entire month because we're celebrating a sin called pride, where right on the middle of Broadway or right in the middle of Main Street, USA, pedophiles and, you know, supposed homosexuals are allowed to dress in nothing and then rub their genitalia in the face of children. I mean, this is lewd and lascivious behavior at minimum. It's criminal sexual conduct involving a minor child if you really take the physical evidence in front of you. And here's the cops protecting these pedophiles and throwing people who protest in jail. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's a bizarre cloak of invulnerability that they uh, cast over themselves when in any other situation what they're doing is, is clearly criminal behavior. On top of that, look at what's happening on, on the border where the United States government is actually trafficking tens of thousands of people, including tens of thousands of minors who they give to people who have literally no identification, no way to prove they are who they say they are. Don't even make the argument that they're related to these kids. And then if you have a journalist go and try to document what's going on, it's the journalist that gets arrested. We had uh, Hernando Arce on who actually was arrested for filming the secret midnight flights that were being run out of San Antonio in one of the migrant uh, centers. And, And just to illustrate even further the ridiculousness of this to to correct a point you made earlier where you said owen schroyer did nothing that's true except it's 
It's even worse than that because actually Alex Jones and Owen Schroyer were on bullhorns bringing people away from the Capitol. So if if January 6th was, uh, you know, an inch away from an insurrection and the whole government almost fell, then they should be awarding congressional medals of honor to Owen Schroyer and Alex Jones, who used their immense and almost unrivaled influence with the crowd that day to stop people from going into the Capitol, to prevent them from doing something that would be used against them and because they saw exactly how this would be, you know, played out in the media and elsewhere. So they were they were up with bullhorns saying, do not go in the Capitol, go around, go around to the other side where we have a permit to speak. They were actually doing less than nothing. They were preventing more people from going in the Capitol when they very easily could have. I mean, this is Alex Jones and Owen Schroyer gotten up on bullhorns and said, let's rush the Capitol. Let's do this. They didn't do that. They did the opposite, which was to drive people away and tell people to calm down and not engage in violence or uh, interact with the police at all. So Again, the more you look into it, the more you think about what's going on. It's not just a level of unfairness or hypocrisy. It's deceit to a, like I said, diabolical level. On Monday, uh, to your point about the former border, uh, we spoke with Anthony Rubin, who was actually abducted by the Mexican drug cartels, taken blindfolded, beaten, uh, all of his camera stuff. He was down there to document this treason, this ongoing treason that's being committed by our fake government. Uh, and, you know, he was abducted, made it all the way, all the way through Ecuador and up. I mean, it, it was a 30 day exchange of different caravans, right, to get back to the U.S. border. And once he got here, he was taken into custody, not by U.S. Border Patrol, because they were non-existent. CBP was not there. Uh, there is no border. This is an orchestrated, planned physical invasion of our country, but they were taken into custody by the Mexican drug cartel, blindfolded, beaten, all of their camera equipment, all of their memory cards smashed, taken out into a field ostensibly for murder. This is, by the way, in a place that should be highly surveilled. It's right across the river from Elon Musk's SpaceX. Uh, his failed rocket program that can't break through the firmament. Uh, but you mentioned something to go back to this Owen Schroyer, Alex Jones thing. So Alex Jones was there in a bullhorn. There, I know a lot of other people that were there on bullhorns. I know people that were that work for my network that were there that have not gone to prison. Why Owen? Why did Owen Schroyer go? Well, Owens was a, a sort of particular case because they used an old plea agreement that he had signed from a year before where he had interrupted a Senate uh, hearing procedure. Jerry Nadler was uh, conducting something in a, a Senate committee hearing. Owen interrupted him. They arrested Owen, said that he could go. for. I, it's sort of complicated not to get bogged down the weeds. But uh, the, the real scary part about this was that, first of all, they lied about him not fulfilling. He, he shouldn't have been under this parole anyway, because he was supposed to fulfill uh, public service hours. He did fulfill those. So because of COVID, they didn't uh, you know actually go through it. So it's basically just a bunch of bureaucratic nonsense that they use to justify their sentence. But importantly, in the sentence, in, in the sentencing document, they said he should be held accountable for what he said on his radio show the months before and months after the event. All right. So they actually noted things that he said on his radio show saying that the election was stolen and said, because you still believe the election was stolen, that's why you have to go to prison until you, until you learn better. Yeah. Uh, short clip. Your reaction on the other side. Hold on. They lie. We know they lie. They know we know they lie. And they lie anyway. That's how you treat a slave. I guess it's up to the American people to determine whether we believe what they say or what they do. They know they're lying to you. They use it to put you in fear. They say that they're not muzzling you as they strap the muzzle on your face. If you're being told I'm not muzzling you, but you can feel a muzzle being put around your mouth, I wonder which you believe. 
I'm not I'm not muzzled. He said I'm not muzzled. It's like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you through your muzzle, sir. Not everybody. So as part of this sentencing, Owen and yourself, everybody at InfoWars here at this network, we've been very open about saying what our own eyes are seeing, not denying what reality really is about what happened in November of 2020, what happened in January of 2021, what happened all the way through COVID, what's happening at our border, what's happening in our schools, what's happening in our streets, what's happening with the two-tier justice system, what's happening with the DOJ, what's happening in Ukraine, what's happening in Israel uh, with this ethnic cleansing genocide in Gaza. What happened in Maui, the direct energy weapon attacks, what's happening with the Chernobyl event in East Palestine, Ohio, what's happening at these food packing plants and these chicken farms and these beef farms, what's happening with Bill Gates and his depopulation agenda, where he tells you right out in the wide open, we could decrease this population through vaccine. We've been very open about just saying the truth. As part of this deal, when Owen Schroyer comes back, is he going to be able to talk about it? Uh I imagine he will. I doubt there's going to be any legal restrictions what he can talk about. I think the, uh, you know, impetus here is to just just moderate, you know, just put a little dampening effect on everybody else so that they sit there and think, well, you know, maybe I should shut is it up. Gonna work? Maybe I don't want, you know, this this transcript to come out in my court trial later. And, you know, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just you know, indoctrinated with this like American belief that that is the exact time that you stand up against tyranny. That's the exact time that you speak out against this because we still have the first amendment as much as they want to pretend that we don't. And it's up to us to put that into action. Uh, David Knight, my, my predecessor uh, on American journal, had the, the show before me on Infowars. A quote of his is stuck in my mind ever since then. Your rights are not something written on some piece of paper somewhere. It's what you're willing to fight for. So if we're not willing to fight for our free speech, if we're not willing to stand up against this subtle but obvious intimidation, then we deserve to be silenced, essentially, because it's pure pure fear. That's all they're using. That is their weapon of choice. And you can reject that fear or you can indulge in that fear. I choose to reject it. And I encourage more Americans to do so as well, because yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know if, if Owen is going to hold his tongue. I seriously doubt he is. I think uh, he's going to come out stronger and more uh, determined than ever to speak the truth. And I know how, I know that's how I feel. And I feel even more emboldened to go on the air every day and just say, as you point out, what I see with my own eyes, what I know is obviously happening, what they themselves tell us that they're doing, I'm going to talk about it. And if you want to send me to jail for that, then that's on your conscience because I answer to a higher power. So I think that's really the spirit we need to adopt right now. And if we don't, it's it's the end of the road for us. You know, if they're going to destroy us, you might as well make them fight for it. You might as well make them take you down. Don't just go willingly into the cage. Make them try to put a noose around your neck and drag you in. Make them pay for it as they do it. And that's a lesson that you can learn from uh, Solzhenitsyn more than anybody else when he says, we didn't love freedom enough, talking about how the Soviets were taken over. And then, you know, he points out that if people had stood up against what was going on, if they had made it more costly for the tyrants to be tyrannical, then it never would have gotten to the situation where they found themselves as a complete slave state from the top to the bottom. I don't think we're going to end up like that if enough people stand up against it. You mentioned that Alex Jones and Owen Schroyer had an exuberant amount of influence over the people that were there on January 6th, exorbitant amount. They could have said, you have uh, go in there and kill everybody. And uh, they didn't do that. You're right. They should be offered a Congressional Medal of Honor. Uh, they should be offered a Nobel Peace Prize and all the other fake awards that are given out by our government to other oligarchs in the name of nepotism and uh, probably Zionism. But uh, Owen Schroyer has a big voice. 
Alex Jones has a big voice. You have a big voice. These are big platforms. Infowars, the Stu Peters Network. This program reaches millions of people every day. Uh, the general public at large might look at Owen and say, well, I know what this is. That was a BS previous deal that he had. This probation or whatever it was that he allegedly violated to, you know, to somehow justify this uh, tyrannical prison sentence for him. It was BS. We recognize that. But what we do recognize also, too, is that Owen Schroyer was targeted, although be it unfairly, because of his big voice. And that was because the feds knew that he would use his platform to talk about how unjust this was. And so it would attract a lot of attention to him going to jail in such an unjust way. And I think if we really unwrap the layers here, if we really peel back the onion and we look at it, we go, okay, well, if I'm able to, and hundreds of millions of other people are able to say, wait a minute, that's unjust, and he went to prison anyways, couldn't that be the psyop that they're trying to perpetuate anyways? It doesn't matter how unjust this is. You sit down and you shut up or you're going to prison. There definitely is an aspect to that. I mean, you know, obviously the people that are running these psyops and, and all of these are at their base, psychological operations, they're intended to have a psychological effect on the populace. Uh, and they're extremely sophisticated in how they roll these out. So they understand all these different angles. But I think at the end of the day, they underestimate people's will. I, I really do think that they, in some ways, believe their own crap, right? It, like in a lot of ways, they sort of buy into the idea that anybody who opposes us is is just a, a stupid coward. We can beat them into submission. Like, you know, when they when we say like they think of us like cattle or animals, that that kind of is how they how they think of us. And so I think in some ways they underestimate humanity itself and humanity can rise up against them, can fight back against them. And it takes the average normal person. It can't just be a handful of guys with big platforms talking about this. It needs to be the average person talking to their neighbor on the street or talking to their family and just creating awareness around this. Because when you talk about the average person and what they're aware of. I don't, I don't even know at this point. Sometimes I go up to random people. I'm like, have you ever heard of this? And they're like, oh yeah, heck yeah. You know, I was having a conversation about the Ukraine war uh, back when it sort of first started. And this woman who's just like a mother, she teaches like a jazzercise class. And she's like, well, I don't know what's going on, but I think it probably has something to do with human trafficking and child trafficking out of Ukraine. I'm like, oh my God, you're more tuned in than, than most people. But then you've got people like Bill Maher video going uh, viral right now where he doesn't know who the World Economic Forum or Klaus Schwab is. So I don't, you know, it's like if you're just a little bit informed about Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and the methods and, and techniques that they use to control uh, countries, you're so far ahead of most people uh, in this country. And so, you know, I think that you're doing a great service. I think I believe in our, in our cause and what we're doing here at InfoWars in fighting the information war. And I really do think it is by control and constriction of information that they ensnare us. And it's so it's by spreading and telling the information that we break their stranglehold on people's minds, which, as I said, through fear and through manipulation of these psychological tactics, that is their number one technique. That is their number one weapon. So when you expose people to the truth, you are quite literally shattering the chains that are keeping them bound to this uh, debt-ridden slave system that they're trying to establish. It's the reason why we have risen to king status in the media, and we make people like Fox and CNN, MSNBC, all the major broadcast networks, uh, some of these fake conservative media outlets, Ben Shapiro, Glenn Beck, you know, these people at The Daily Wire and at The Blaze, we make them irrelevant. Uh, you know, even I'll go so far as to say Steve Bannon. Sorry, Steve. But, you know, when you, when you toe the line for any one of these individual entities or globalist, you know, uh, uh, entities or, or big corporations, you know, uh, 
the, the funded by the Black Rocks and the State Streets and the Vanguards and the Rothschilds, you're towing the line. When you say, even if you open your show every day by saying we're going to take down the CCP, if those are the people that quite literally are paying you to exist, what I mean, how can you deny that? Uh, so this is the rise of real dissident media, real mm-hmm. truthful media. We're watching it happen. Uh, final words from you. I'm, I'm interested in your take because I respect your opinion. Uh, so we mentioned the average people. We mentioned that they acknowledged that Owen Schroyer was targeted likely because of his big voice to send a message just like Q was to chill patriotism. This is to chill any dissident to, uh, dissidents to the uh, you know overtaking of our country, infiltration of our country, blowing up of our you know supposed two-party representative constitutional republic setup of government. What do the uh, average people have to worry about if they're only going to come for for me? which they, they likely will at some point, they're likely going to, I'm going to get a knock on my door. I'm going to be questioned at very minimum. You, you as well. We've already seen what's happened to Alex Jones. Owen Schroyer is now in prison, but it's not just us. I mean, you're next, right? I mean, that's what I would say to everybody in my neighborhood at my church in the grocery store at the coffee shop. Absolutely. And I'll say just to relate it back to what you're saying about the changing of the, the media landscape. I talked a little bit about this uh, on my show last Friday when you turn on Fox News now, it sounds a lot more like InfoWars than it did 10 years ago. They're talking about a lot more stuff that they would have never really touched with a 10-foot pole. But it's it's organizations and media outlets like ours that actually connect the dots. So when I say, you know, they'll give you the stars. They'll give you the little points here or there about what's going on. It's up to us to draw the constellation and say, this is how it all fits together. This is the plot that they're all working on together. This is where all of these separate, seemingly separate threads, this is how they all tie in. And so, you know, they're not doing that. They're not connecting all those dots. When you do connect the dots, you see where it eventually ends up with a one world government, total control, your audience. And you know all this. So I don't have to, you know, recite what it looks like down the, uh, down the road. But I think that's what people don't realize is behind a lot of their everyday suffering. There's a lot of videos going viral these days of usually young women, but sometimes and it's usually women, but middle aged women who are literally in tears going, I'm working so much. I, I did everything they told me to do. And I I can't even afford my grocery bills. How is this sustainable? How can this go on? And I think it's to those people that we need to tell them, you know, we need to show them clips of Klaus Schwab telling Joe Biden in 2016, the biggest barrier to the implementation of our global government plan is the middle class. The middle class is standing in our way. He said, you know, because the people at the top, the elite, they're in on it. They benefit from it. The people at the bottom will never have the resources or the time or the uh, capability to pose a threat to the elite. It's the middle class that is the threat to their ultimate power. So it's the middle class that's being eradicated right yeah. now. It's being destroyed financially, politically, and in every other way. So I think even if people don't know where it's coming from, everybody is feeling the pinch in their wallet. Everybody is uh, ex- is under is experiencing in some way this this globalist system. It could just be you know parents who again they don't know where it's coming from, where it's going, but suddenly their kid is coming home and talking about transgenderism and saying he might be a girl, and so they're experiencing it in their real lives. It's up to us to say. Do you want to know where that's coming from? And do you want to know where it's going? Do you want to know what the the binds are that tie all of these seemingly separate methods to make you suffer? What you know, what is tying them all together? It's globalism. It's this ultimate elite plan in reality. And at, at the foundation of it, it's Satanism and the fulfillment of Satan's desire or Satan's promise to uh, Eve in the Garden of Eden that will live forever and be as gods. That's their ultimate goal. And they're setting up a system to achieve that. So I think people, the average person knows that their savings are being drained, know that their 
pay pay isn't going as far as it used to last year. They don't know why. It's up to us to tell them this isn't an accident. It's not because there are some forces that the people in power are trying to contain and just can't. It's a deliberate policy to bankrupt you so that you're more easy to control. So I think if you can connect people's everyday suffering to the plans of the elite that have brought it about, uh, then people will understand that they need to stand up for this, not just because it's some far off conspiracy theory that they can ignore if they want, but because if they actually ignore it, it's their lives that gets worse. It's their children that will be left without an inheritance. Yeah. And so I think that's where you make the connection and, and draw people in and expose them to the reality of what's behind so much of the everyday suffering they go through. I'm skipping this break. Uh, do you got a couple more minutes? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, uh, you know, you mentioned the power structure and, hey, we don't care what this group of people says. This is our biggest threat. The hubris is unbelievable, right? I mean, the, the arrogance and the boldness and the brazen way that they're just overtaking every single bureaucracy in our federal government, uh, that they have these plans that they're going to carry out, that they're going to throw you in prison or kill you or worse, whatever. Uh, I think I think we would be derelict in our duties here as real truthful media if we didn't mention there's a film of Benjamin Netanyahu saying, we don't care about what America says or what America does. We have these people so entrapped psychologically that they will virtually support anything that we do, which is why our Congress people, not a hoax, not a conspiracy theory, every single sitting U.S. congressperson, before they could even take the oath of office as a representative of America, had to swear an allegiance to Israel. These people, these, this, this Zionist infiltration is extremely dangerous. It's in our media it's in our and, and, you know, of course, the Rolling Stone who featured me on their cover the other day is going to tell me that this is another anti-Semitic trope. That's not what this is, because there's a big difference between Judaism and Zionism. There's a big difference between anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism. These people desire nothing but power and control. They are dictating the policies that these fake U.S. representatives get on the Fox News channel and talk about. So when you're talking about the average daily consumer of corporate media or cable news broadcasts like what you see on Fox with Brian Kilmeade shilling for Israel and, you know, Mark Levin reading somebody else's words while he does the same thing and pretends to be super smart and this intellectual thought figure um, – this is what they're getting. So you mentioned the, the twinkling stars, and we're supposed to put the constellations together. But along with those twinkling stars, they're also propping up these Jim Jordans and other fake, you know, just talking heads. They're actors playing a role as if they're, you know, advocating or governing on behalf of Americans. But how true is it that they're really not? Well, of course, I mean, Cynthia McKinney um, did a, has, has explained this ad nauseum, right? Yeah. She's explained that you have to take the uh, oath to Israel. And she said that, you know, failure to do that means you're cut off from funds. It's all about funding and the money system that, that props up our government. One extremely important documentary series that I think it's incumbent on every American to watch is an Al Jazeera series called The Lobby. And there's a UK version and a US version. The US version talks a lot about the BDS movement and how the ADL and other various nefarious groups like APAC, sort of centralized around APAC, but in league with the Israel government are infiltrating and controlling college campuses. And we've seen that explode uh, since the uh, you know outbreak of the latest war against Gaza by Israel. But the most in, the most uh, enlightening thing from all of it, I think, to me, was that they bring in uh, legislators or they bring in potential candidates. They sit them in a room in front of 30 or 40 Jews and they say, this is the Jewish community, right? It might be in New York where there's tens of thousands of Jews, but ignore them. It's, it's these 30 or 40 people. They all pile the max amount they can donate. So it's one big lump sum that they're giving to the candidate. And they say, frankly, we don't care about anything you believe except for your position on Iran. 
That's it. We don't care about we don't even care about the Palestinian uh, topic. And this was a few years ago, so maybe that's changed. But the point is that you can be a conservative, a nationalist, you can be whatever. They don't care as long as you fit the bill on this one particular topic. That's all they care about. And if you agree to go along with that, then you're good and you can have whatever other beliefs you want. They don't really care. So I think that's an important way of understanding how the manipulation and the control of American politics works is you've got a, a politician who might be a good person, might want to achieve 50 things. Maybe the agreement with Israel conf- conflicts with one of them, but they look at it and they go, well, I can get 49 things done if I you know, capitulate on this one. I'll capitulate on that one. No big deal. But what they fail to understand is that from the people who are pulling the strings, that one topic is the only one that matters. And as long as they fulfill their part on that, then they get everything else that they want. So that's the actual way that... and. and you actually hear the representative from APAC explain this in the documentary. So this is not something I came up with. I'm relating what they say their tactic is. So I think that's an important thing to understand when you look at people like Jim Jordan, who I think, you know, I, I trust him to a certain extent more than, of course, anybody else. Or, you know, there's like Thomas Massey and Rand. Like there's certain people that I think have have uh, really solid uh, beliefs that they're trying to get things done. But if you can corrupt them on this one issue then that's all that really matters to the grand scheme of things and the people who are plotting world domination at a truly global level. So I just think that's an important way to understand how somebody can be controlled because it seems unbelievable. You go, how can every politician be controlled? That doesn't make any sense. Some have to be good. Some have to be bad. Well, maybe they all have differing, uh, varying views except for this one thing. And that's the one thing that matters. It's the one thing they have to agree on. Are we an occupied country? Two minutes, final words. I think absolutely we're an occupied country. I think, I think that is absurdly obvious. I, I think it's, it's almost offensive for you to think any other thing. And I think in a thousand years, if we, if humanity makes it that long, people are going to look back and it's not going to be confusing at all. America fell a long time ago and we've been occupied for decades. Yes. Hmm. And so all of this is just an illusion. Everything that you watch in the media, everything that you look about with progress as we're, you know, making progress, we're spreading democracy. It turns out the spreading democracy stuff is getting pretty dangerous and murderous right out in the wide open. Harrison Smith, he's the host of American Journal over on InfoWarsBand.video, InfoWars.com. Make sure you support him by going to InfoWarsStore.com as well. This is how we stay on the air. Uh, we've got a store of our own that we're going to be launching because, look, I mean, th- th- we have to all support each other. So to uphold this you know, alternative media stuff, instead of going and buying products from Jeff Bezos over on Amazon or going to Walmart or going to one of the big box stores that's funded by the same people that we just told you about that are hell-bent on the overtaking and destruction, obliteration of America as we know it as an idea, as a concept, capitalism, nationalism, they have to destroy America to destroy the very idea of nationalism, as a matter of fact, as well as China and Japan, too. But that's a whole other story. Uh, Harrison Smith, thank, thank you so much for your advocacy for Owen and for, uh, you know, we, we can't wait to have him on when he gets out. And uh, thanks a lot for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you. Look around at what's going on right now. Banks are collapsing all over the place and then they're getting bailed out. And who's paying for that? You are. They say taxpayers won't pay. They say that other banks will pay. Well, how do those banks get that money? They'll probably raise your bank fees like they always do. And if the Fed steps in, you'll likely also be paying an inflation tax. In times like this, storing all of your money in a bank may be very risky, as we have seen. So what can two average Joes like you and I even do about it? Protect your wealth with gold and silver, just like so many other Americans and banks are doing right now. 
Call 855-706-GOLD to learn how to protect your savings with gold and silver. Call Gold Co. today, 855-706-GOLD. If you're over 35 and like the typical American, you start to feel tired around noon. Your ability to focus just keeps getting worse as you get older. For energy, you've probably tried coffee or tea or even worse, one of those sugary, poisonous drinks that promises energy for hours, but they just don't work. Your focus never improves. ESS-60 is a molecule that Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about. That's because Big Pharma's evil and they want to kill you. And also they know how effective this is and they can't make any money off of continuously slowly poisoning you to death. Historically, this is dramatically extending the lives of test subjects and it's why I'm hooked. My Vital C is made with just two ingredients, olive oil and a powerful nano antioxidant, 125 times more powerful than vitamin C. That's ESS-60. It's also backed by a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to myvitalc.com slash stew. Again, that's myvital, the letter C, dot com slash stew. Also, use the coupon code stewpeters at checkout for an additional 15% off your initial order. That's myvitalc.com slash stew. I really wish I didn't have to bring you this disgusting news, especially if you're a man over 45. Do you feel the sudden and urgent need to urinate several times during the day or night? Does it take you even 30 seconds before any piss comes out? According to a shocking discovery from scientists at Harvard and Stanford, there's a high chance that you're dealing with something they call a moldy prostate. Yeah, a moldy prostate. This means that your prostate is being coated in a special type of mold, completely different mold than what you see on your food, but extremely threatening nonetheless. Left untreated, it damages your prostate until it becomes nearly impossible to enjoy a steady stream when you go to the bathroom. Moreover, your ability to get an erection is severely affected. Flowforce Max is a completely natural, 100% effective way to destroy that fungus that's colonizing your urinary tract right now. It allows you to enjoy a powerful and steady flow every time you go to the bathroom, and it helps you get a more powerful, stronger, longer-lasting erection. This prostate-shrinking candy has already been tried by more than 35,000 men aged 45 to 75 with amazing results. It's time to put an end to all of your prostate problems. Go to flowforcemax.com stew. Again, that's flowforcemax.com stew. Armslist.com is America's firearms marketplace. Unwavering in their belief of the right of the people to keep and bear arms, Armslist.com has been fighting for our Second Amendment rights, battling the Brady campaign and their cronies since their initial assault in 2013, and Armslist has emerged victorious. Armslist.com is not only at the forefront of the fight for your rights, no, it's also your go-to platform to buy, sell, and trade firearms, or ammo, or optics, and more, and do it all locally, or you can tap into their nationwide network of firearms dealers. So for a limited time, ArmsList is extending an exclusive discount to members of the Stu Crew. That's you. Head to armslist.com slash Peters. Use the coupon code Stu to get your first month of premium membership at, get this, 99 cents. 99 cents. Go to armslist.com slash Peters. Join the fight. Come get what they want to take right now at armslist.com slash Peters. What if I told you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep and focus, invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry? They will give you headaches, make you depressed and even angry if they don't get what they want. We call them parasites and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering and death. It is time to purge suddenly. It's you or them. Make your move now. Welcome back. So Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has finally brought a legal case against Pfizer, beating about two dozen other fake Republican attorneys general who prefer to sit on their ass and do nothing. According to this lawsuit right here, quote, Pfizer intentionally misrepresented the efficacy of its COVID-19 vaccine, bioweapon, 
and censored persons who threatened to disseminate the truth in order to facilitate fast adoption of the product and expand its commercial opportunity. Commercial opportunity meaning murder for money. But right now, this lawsuit is seeking to change Pfizer's marketing and to fine them about $10 million for breaking Texas marketing laws. It's a welcome start. I mean, sure, it's better than any other state is doing right now, of course. But here's what I would like to know. Why is Ken Paxton stopping there? Why isn't the state of Texas Attorney's General Office moving to seize and destroy every single stockpile of this bioweapon? Why isn't Pfizer facing billions, trillions of dollars in fines from lawsuits? Why are they only being held liable for faulty marketing rather than calculated deception resulting in a record-smashing number of severe illnesses and deaths? These are crimes against humanity. $10 million. Pfizer could find that in their couch cushions. These people need to face extreme accountability, Karen Kingston, who joins us now, a dear friend of mine, a friend of the show. You've been all over this thing from the very beginning. You're a hero. But why are we stopping with this $10 million lawsuit instead of actually holding these people to extreme accountability for what they've done? Uh, well, thanks for having me back, Stu. Yeah, I, I went through the, the lawsuit in a lot of detail, and it, it's actually a minimum of $10 million that they're going to be suing uh, Pfizer for. So it was done in a very well-thought-out, strategic manner. And what Pfizer has been charged with is five violations of the Deceptive um, Practice Act, Trades Practice Act in, in Texas, the DTPA laws. So like you just said, it was an act of deception. They, the legal team, uh, A.G. Paxson's legal team, actually calls Pfizer's campaign a deception campaign. And there's uh, four counts of misrepresentation of the efficacy, the duration, transmissibility, uh, of the uh, product, as well as protection against or transmissibility of the virus, as well as protection against variants. And then the fifth count is basically because Scott Gottlieb, former FDA commissioner and board member of Pfizer, was coordinating with Twitter on behalf of Pfizer and on behalf of Tony Fauci to silence truth tellers such as Alex Berenson from The New York Times, former reporter for The New York Times. So there's actually 18 violations and they're going to be fined $10,000 per violation. So let's say they're guilty of 10 of those. That's $100,000 times 3.5 million Texans that they cite were injected in 2021. So that could be $350 billion. So that's more than a quarter trillion dollars. And in the prayer for relief, they also say uh, they also ask the judge to issue a restraining order against Pfizer in regards to they will not be able to continue to lie to the Texans uh, and use social media, and they won't be able to file for bankruptcy. So they're really going to make them suffer. So I thought it was well written out. I think it's a, a brilliant approach as a first step, because when you knock out the giant, you knock down the industry. And one of the things that they brought forward, which I thought was um, very well written, is they, they bring in data from the UK, they bring in data from Scotland. They say Pfizer knew early on that when you did the age-adjusted mortality rate, the unvaccinated, it was 1.69 in Scotland, 
you know, across millions of people. And it was nearly fourfold, 6.7 in the vaccinated. So they knew they were increasing death in the vaccinated. And Berla, the CEO of Pfizer, goes on what they call a massive deception campaign on NBC and MSN, you know, mainstream media. They're even investigating media matters. And he's just blatantly lying to the public, lying to the global population so that he can secure, you know, hundreds of millions of more doses in the United States and over 2.7 billion doses in contracts in Europe. So I think what Paxton and his legal team did was brilliant. It's strategic. And it's also a counter move to uh, what Biden's trying to do with his new AI executive order and the Federal Communications um, Agency. So Biden is saying, moving forward, if you go against the government narrative, under arbitration law, arbitration clauses that are written by AI, we can now freeze your bank accounts. And so this issuing a restraining order against Pfizer from actually even working with social media to silence the truth about the dangers of their shots is a countermeasure for him to then stay from, from Biden's executive order to try to control uh, the social media and communication and deprive Texans of their uh, First Amendment and freedom of speech. So I, I think it's very well done. Ken Paxton's the attorney general. So mm -hmm. he holds the same position as Keith Ellison here in Minneapolis. We're just blocks away in these studios from where George Floyd, the career criminal, home invading parasitic thug, died of a fentanyl overdose. It didn't take long for Keith Ellison to go to the podium and say, we're announcing criminal charges against Chauvin, who got then, of course, railroaded, sentenced to decades in prison. He's now recovering from a near-death experience after being stabbed 22 times by an FBI informant. Of course, you have to kill them to avoid a retrial because in a retrial, so much more evidence would come to light and everybody would know what exactly happened uh, there, that he deployed a Minneapolis Police Department trained and approved method of use of force, and that George Floyd, according to the coroner, died of a fentanyl overdose. Okay. Why isn't Ken Paxson marching to the podium and announcing criminal charges against Albert Borla and everybody else who helped to deploy this thing? That's a great question. And I, and I think part of it has to do with the public awareness, right? So what he's doing is people now know that the uh, vaccines fail. They are not efficacious. So he's got four counts that they, the 95% efficacy was never what Borla uh, represented it as they're actually he's actually accusing them of acting in an unconscionable manner, meaning that they used uh, scientific terminology such as the relative risk reduction ratio that only an expert such as myself would understand what that meant. What it meant was the clinical trial data, which was less than two months of data. It showed that your reduction in risk, whether you got vaccinated versus placebo, wasn't 95 percent. It was less than one percent. It was a 0.85 percent reduction. And he said he misrepresented that so that people actually um, used a product that they otherwise wouldn't have used. So I think what he, people are aware that the product doesn't work. They're aware that there's risks. So he's going to use this campaign to educate people on that. And I hope that the restraining order against Pfizer is more than just saying, hey, you can no longer proclaim that your products work. Uh, you know, in this in this uh, document, they also go to the booster data, which I don't think many people know this. The FDA originally did not even authorize the boosters. So even for the very low standard of emergency use authorization, the FDA was not endorsing the use of the boosters. They said there's no data here to, to show that it's beneficial. So I think it's Educating the um, public first, you know, and then this is going to set precedent in the state of Texas. So the whole concept that, you know, you can't bring charges against Pfizer because they're a covered person under emergency use authorization. 
Um, and that was passed under the the the, uh, the Cures Act and the PrEP Act and Popper Act. That's a psyop because that's not how the judicial system works in America. It basically works at the state level. So every state, as you know, Stu, has its own constitution. There's state laws. You know, you can't get uh, the same. You can get a late term abortion in California. You'll get convicted of murder in Texas. So just because the federal government says something doesn't mean it's enforceable. And there is not going to be one judge in Texas that's going to enforce the PrEP Act and say, oh, uh, Pfizer, I'm sorry, Pfizer, you contracted with the government during a public health emergency. Therefore, you're allowed to commit a battery assault murder of innocent adults and children there's no judge in texas that's going to uphold that law i don't so know how is- you can just unequivocally say that uh, i can't help but be reminded of arizona for example during the 2022 election you know we have all these constitutional sheriffs right the buck stops with the sheriff you were living in exile because you were trying to rally sheriffs to prosecute people for deploying this weapon of biowarfare which isn't hyperbolic or extreme or radical to say because it's right on the patent this pegylated lipid nanoparticle combined with the encapsulation and hydrogel i mean you've been over this thing i don't know how many times it's it's ironclad it's physical evidence it's irrefutable yeah. it's indisputable still no sheriff would go after him and then your life was threatened and you had to leave the country for a while thank you for coming back by the way we're so thankful that you're alive uh, all glory to God. Uh, but th- there's a certain constitutional sheriff that's running for Senate focused really on that instead of now prosecuting what just came to light uh, the other day that still hundreds of thousands, if not just hundreds of votes still haven't been counted. Hundreds of thousands of people were still standing in line to vote. And so there's clear, indisputable, irrefutable physical evidence to say that, hey, this 2020 election was stolen in Arizona, but no sheriff wants to prosecute it. No AG wants to prosecute it. Judges are dismissing cases. Judges are saying, we don't even want to hear this case. They're throwing them out. They're tossing them out. What makes you so sure that there's any judge in Texas that's going to go, yeah, let's go after Pfizer? Because as you know, this is the type of crap that Big Pharma will blow up a whole commercial airliner over and kill hundreds of souls on board to get rid of one person who's going after them. We're talking about trillions of dollars here. No, we're, yeah, we're talking about, you're talking about a, about a quarter trillion dollars here. So uh, I, I know this is going to move forward because the, under state law, you have to prosecute understanding. So there are dozens and dozens and dozens of case law where they've prosecuted commercial companies and pharma companies for deceptive trade practices. So so there is standing there, you know, and they're not going, a judge is not going to set precedent to say under a public health emergency, we are going to, our state is allowed to operate 10 times worse than Nazi Germany. So that's what judges don't want to do. They don't want to set precedent in a new, in a, in a, in a new area and create new laws and new standards. Here's my they problem, Karen. It's been done before. Okay. Here's my problem with this lawsuit. And although be it, yes, it's more than any other attorney general is doing in in the entire country. It's going to set a precedent. Okay. You said that the reason why Paxton isn't currently seeking extreme accountability through the criminal proceedings and in a criminal trial or taking Albert Borla and having the U.S. Marshals go hook him up and extradite him to the state of Texas and hold him to a trial, swift but thorough, and then upon conviction, sentenced this guy to death, along with Tony Fauci, along with Rochelle Walensky, along with members of the FDA and the CDC, along with the media, who I blame really largely in whole for all of these deaths, because when you said that Borla went on his tour with NBC and this disinformation tour, this misinformation tour, knowing what he was doing, committing premeditated murder, guess why he was able to do that? Because Pfizer brought you every single show. They paid to have that media tour. I could go on a media tour right now. All I would have to do is pay for it. I could go on a media tour and say, you know what? Uh, I have an erection that's uh, 
17 inches long and just lie to everybody. Uh, but you know what? If I'm paying to do it, then guess what? I could do it. Drake made his whole rap career off of this. Brilliant business model. Actually, couldn't get signed to a label. Nobody believed in him. So what did he do? He got some investors. He went and paid for radio airtime, commercial time. You play this thing in rotation enough, and guess what? People go, well, automatically, it must be a hit. Not taking anything, anything away from Drake. I think it's a brilliant business model. But on this program, we believe the best way to bring public awareness, which is the excuse or the reason or the forgiveness that you're giving to Paxton for not bringing criminal charges, is to just say the unfettered truth. Because sometimes people need to be punched in the mouth. Sometimes people need a kick to the nuts to actually wake up. And having the marshals go arrest this guy. In this lawsuit, you have to remember he started a civil uh, a civil investigation on with Pfizer, Moderna, and J and J on May first of twenty twenty. Then the the rhinos in the House of Texas, State House of Texas, tried to impeach him. Then he came back and he filed the lawsuit on November twentieth. He talks about the deaths that they caused. He talks about how Albert Mur, uh, Burla is nothing more than a sleazy snake oil salesman. I mean. Here, I mean, he talks about how he played on the emotions of the American people. This yeah, but, is brilliantly but, written. I but mean, what I he is is a murderer. You. He's a murderer. No, but he says about, on December 14, 2020, Albert Burla admonished viewers in CNBC interview. And he said, I will repeat once more, the decision not to vaccinate will not affect only your health or your life. But also, unfortunately, it will affect the lives of others and likely the lives of the people you love most. And, and, you know, what the lawyers say is um, the fact that he even said this to prevent transmission, there was no evidence. It makes no sense to say one's vaccination decision was relevant not only to their own health, but also to the health of the people you love. They're like, he was a blatant liar. He lied to you. He's trying to get Texans to have this emotional response to be like, you were lied, you were deceived, you were manipulated, and now your loved ones, they have been deceased, disabled, or they're dead because of this man lying to you. And he coordinated with Scott Gottlieb, and they coordinated with Media Matters. They're going to investigate them as well. So I think this is a great awakening to people to realize what was done to them. He, he calls it the great deception campaign. Make no mistake. And, under, and, and here's the thing. I pray that A.G. Paxton and his legal team aren't the only brave and courageous and intelligent and savvy men in America. I pray that there are more attorneys generals or state prosecutors or sheriffs or attorneys, personal injury attorneys, who will bring lawsuits against Pfizer under tort law for catastrophic injury. The whole concept that we could never sue, sue Pfizer was a psyop, Stu. It was a psyop. I've said since day one. Pfizer is not coupled with the United States government. And guess who agrees with me? Attorney Jack, Attorney General Paxton, his entire legal team specifically state, I think it's in, in paragraph 72 or 76, that Pfizer is liable because they did not take one cent from the U.S. government under Operation Warp Speed for the studies. They paid for the studies themselves. They didn't pay. They, they own the intellectual property. They made it a trade secret. They own the manufacturing. Pfizer is completely liable. He's taking on the giant. The one that has 63% market share made $100 billion off of these mRNA bioweapon injections over the last three years, and he's going to take them down. So when he takes them down, it's going to take the entire market down. Pfizer owns their mRNA platform. 
people are going to question that platform moving forward. So this is a strategic move. And other attorneys, you know, Edward Dowd worked for BlackRock. He knows that under investor law, under Sarbanes-Oxley, the investors can now criminally prosecute Pfizer as well. They can criminally prosecute, not Pfizer, but the executives. Albert Burla, they can prosecute. Scott Gottlieb, the board member. Uh, Rady Johnson, the head of regulatory, they can prosecute. Okay, and they can prosecute the chief technology officer because under Sarbanes-Oxley, they have to personally sign off on the validity of all data within that within that company. You said PSYOP when you were talking about immunity. There was a fake doctor that used to work on this network. Uh, I mean, we, we, we trusted her, you know, uh, but she came on the program and started talking about how congressional immunity this and can't sue Pfizer that and FDA approval never happened and uh, all of these other things. And when we brought it to her attention, then she had like so-called experts on and kept on repeating this over and over again. And we immediately, when you brought it to my attention, I brought it to her attention. And I'm like, hey, we can't do this anymore. You could be costing people their lives. And she continued to do it. She's gone. But what about all these other fake doctors in the state of Texas that said that this was a safe and effective vaccine that took the manual that literally taught them how to avoid real questions from people like me or people in the media or journalists and gave them specific talking points, even so much for their social media. And yeah. it was platform specific. If you're on Instagram, say this. If you're on Facebook, say that. If you're on Twitter, say this. They knew what they were doing was wrong. They did it anyways for money. They killed kids. Yes, and that's going to come to light, I believe, in this lawsuit. Again, the May 1st civil investigation, uh, they demanded Texas, uh, Texas Attorney General Paxton demanded Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, send us all of your communications with your healthcare providers. They know um, what they did, but Pfizer was the general, if you will say. He was the mob boss. Erla was the mob boss. He was the one, you know, I worked at Pfizer and I was shocked and appalled when I saw the doctors saying, um, you know, this is safe and effective. And if you feel like you, you're been hit by a bus for three days, that's normal. That just shows the vaccine is working. I was like, those are lines out of the sales training manuals. That's what we used to do. And when you say, oh, someone had a, a myocarditis. Oh, that rarely happens. I've never heard of that. I was like, why are they training the, the doctors to be basically sales reps? So that's going to come to light through this investigation and through this lawsuit. Um, and, and again, the reason why Paxson's going after Pfizer, number one, is that they're the giant. Number two is if they go after Moderna or J&J, &J, the vaccine intellectual property is partially owned by the U.S. government. So he wants to do this quickly. And he brilliantly put a restraining order as one of the uh, one of the counts against Pfizer in regards to their communications. Why? Because it's a non-monetary um, charge, an injunction, and, and that way they can move this quickly. It's not going to take years. They're going to say, we need to act quickly so that we can stop Pfizer from deceiving Texans and into using a product that's going to harm them. Do you agree that after the individuals that are responsible for this are convicted and found guilty of carrying out these crimes, do you believe that they should face the death penalty? I, I, I believe that if, um, yeah, under under state law in Texas, I, I believe if, 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 you know, again, it depends on each state. Um, someone like Albert Burla uh, should be held to extreme accountability and should face the death penalty um, for the murder of the children. Yeah, in the state of Texas, if I go there and I kill somebody, guess what? I'm going to be put to death if I kill one person. Yeah, so yeah specifically ch children, there's um, they, they do hold them to account and, and you have to I don't I, I'm going to get upset 
How many, I don't how many want, tens, you know. dozens, hundreds? Yeah, we're all freaking upset. Yeah. yeah. So I do think it should be, and, and Albert Burla, again, he acted in an, an unconscionable manner. He knowingly lied to not just uh, the American people, but to, to the global population so that he could seize the leadership um, market share and share of voice position in the mRNA injection platform. And uh, I think that this is a, a very strategic and smart move on behalf of Attorney General Paxton, the state of Texas and his legal team uh, to raise awareness as to the level of evil that Pfizer engaged in. Um, and I think it's very smart to go after the giant independent of the U.S. government first. Uh, people are trolling me on my actual Substack again, saying what other people are saying. It's like, well, you have to go after the government. And I was like, do you understand if you're saying America, the government and the military is in charge of all of this, what you're asking for is for the UN to intervene with tribunals, which means that they will send their military in here, which is the People's Liberation Army from the CCP. We don't want that. What we want is for attorney generals and state prosecutors you know, and sheriffs to actually hold the criminals, the corporate criminals, some of the healthcare professionals, you know, some of the people that sat on our school boards and, and um, commissioners, if you will, some of them possibly hold them to account. Employers, uh, the people who fired people, mess. the people who sent emails saying you'll be fired if you don't have your booster by Friday. These yeah. people aren't doctors. These people aren't medical professionals. Part of my constitutional God-given inherent right is my bodily autonomy. I'm supposed to be the one that makes those decisions for me and for my children. Can you believe the guilt that people must be dealing with who injected their kids with this thing because some school board member with purple hair who's some tranny freak show told them that their kid would be kicked out of school or forced to stay home? Uh, yeah, or they have I, to, I mean, or you they guys have to know what the fight I did in, in San Diego County. I mean, they they were mandating the shots. Governor Newsom had the audacity to say he was going to mandate the shots for every every authorization for the children. So he was mandating that parents, if they wanted to go, they want their children to go to public school, they would enroll their children in an experiment for an unproven biological agent where you don't know what was going to happen to your child in two months because they didn't even have two months of data when they actually rolled this out or five years. And um, I just. I just thank God that I was able to protect my son. Even when San Diego County passed the mandate, they left my son's school district out of it, you know, and it turns out the guy that was pushing it, Dr. Chip Schooley, was on the payroll with the NIH and Fauci getting over $4 million, you know, through UC San Diego. So you know, there's, a, there's a lot of criminality to uncover. And I think that this lawsuit is going to uncover it, you know, and I hope that other alternative media, I hope Fox News covers this. You know, with A.G. Paxson, the, the, the fact that not every alternative media isn't blowing up over this lawsuit and and the tidal wave effect that it can have uh, on stopping this mRNA platform is baffling to me, Stu. Absolutely baffling. And if you don't think that you can't sue Pfizer was a PSYOP, let me tell you why it's a PSYOP, because people are still saying you can't sue Pfizer. Meanwhile, the state of Texas, which has a larger economy and a bigger population than Canada and Australia, you know, and a bigger economy than Russia, is suing the pants off of Pfizer and nobody's covering it. Because they still believe in the PSYOP. You mentioned Fox News. Every single one of those people over there ought to be tried. Uh, because they were paid. They were paid by the Zionist, State Street, BlackRock, Vanguard, Rothschild-funded you know, entities 
to say that this was safe and effective. They were paid by Pfizer. Every program was brought to you by Pfizer. These people held the so-called Patriot Awards and had a vaccine mandate for people to attend a Fox News Patriot Awards thing during this fake pandemic unleashing intentionally of a weapon of biowarfare that was manufactured, engineered, developed, and released right here at Fort Detrick, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, into that level four bioweapons lab in Wuhan, possibly dozens of them in the Ukraine that are Pentagon overseen, CIA overseen, taxpayer funded. It's all illegal, and every one of those people should be held to account. This is the same media, by the way, that told you that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction that Saddam Hussein had ties to al-Qaeda, and we hanged him. And the public sentiment around that was like, yes, hang this bad guy. Guess what? It was because he was going to destroy the American petrodollar. It was because he wanted to introduce his own format for monetary exchange. That's why we hanged him, because he was interrupting the murderous Bush family's legacy. Every one of these people, after a conviction, should hang. The, the, the Pfizer, I mean, Pfizer, Fox News, some of them were honestly deceived. And they, they actually go into that, you know, in, in this lawsuit as well, that some of the media was deceived. And, I, and specifically, I'm going to say Dan Bongino was deceived because he got the vaccines because he had cancer. And then he weekly goes on his show and says how he regrets getting it. Right. And, and then Laura Ingram had Dr. Mohaltra on and Dr. Mohaltra was alluding to the fact that potentially Pfizer could be sued. And, and Laura Ingram said, no, if they knowingly you know, caused harm to adults and children. She goes, there needs to be criminal charges. There needs to be criminal accountability. So um, I think early on, some people were deceived. And at this point, you know, you cannot hide from the truth anymore. Well, thank cannot, God we weren't. You cannot run from the light. So, you know, all the alternative media should be covering this, right? Yeah. And hopefully we'll start seeing Fox News where they're going to say they're going to actually get a real analyst, a real med legal expert, a real attorney to go through this and talk about the validity of this case and talk about how, hey, if you're an investor in Pfizer under Sarbanes-Oxley, you can personally go after Burla and his funds and you can bring criminal charges against him. Yeah, after conviction, they need to die. Uh, I was in Austin, Texas and, and accepted a, a, an award on behalf of God's divinely inspired film called Died Suddenly, which was put together by the brains of Nicholas Stumphauser and Matt Scow uh, by this network that ostensibly saved, I don't even, if it just saved one life, we're really happy about that. But I accepted that award. I don't need awards. Uh, but, you know, it, it was brought to my attention on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling that. And then on Instagram, by the way, uh, I'm, I'm getting away with a lot on Instagram right now. And I, I don't know what's going on with that, but we were kicked off of YouTube right away. I'm, I'm banned from Facebook. Uh, you know, I can't have my, I mean, we had hundreds of thousands of followers on Facebook for this network. It's gone now. Uh, but I'm getting away with a lot on my personal page on Instagram, which is Stu Peters. There's also the Stu Peters network, but follow me at Stu Peters because I'll tell you, there was somebody yesterday, there was a best of kind of montage of some of my rants uh, that, that was sent to me. So I posted it. And you were in there, and then somebody below there said, there's nothing like a Karen Kingston, Stu Peters segment. And so I just want to say here, if anybody deserves any kind of an award, and I know that you don't want one either, but I mean, you literally lived in exile. You had your life threatened. I mean, you could have been abducted. You could have had a strange disappearance. Uh, you could have had a heart attack. You could have gone yeah. for a hike with Robert F. Kennedy. I know you were invited to. By the way, has that segment that you ever did with him aired yet? Um, no, again, I, you know, I, RFK Jr., you know, um, the, the people that were advising him, um, were also telling him that I was controlled opposition. Yeah. Well, guess what? Well, Pfizer. guess what? If, if I'm, uh, what, not even two and a half years into this, 
it'll be three in July. So almost exactly two and a half years into this. And maybe I'm a fast study. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's some sort of a blessing here, but I got it. I got it right away. I knew right away. I knew in my soul. I knew in my heart. I knew right away. And so these people, the fake dog and pony show that Ron Johnson held with, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Robert Malone sitting it's, next it's, to our him. Our entire movement believed that they believe the government can't sue they Pfizer. Believe- they believe that the prep act has been enforced. People are telling me the prep act was ruled upon in the Brooke Jackson case. That is a blatant lie. The Brooke Jackson case is being dismissed because at any point, the U S government, you have to remember it's Brooke suing Pfizer on behalf of the U S government on any time the U S government can dismiss a case. That's, Polanski versus executive healthcare went to the Supreme Court this past summer. There's, they, they never said we're upholding the PrEP Act as a covered person. That's just not happened. So our, our entire movement, aren't, they're not bad people. They're, they're not controlled opposition. They're not, they, they were, we were deceived by, um, by people. And some of the people maybe actually believe that you can't sue Pfizer, you know? Um, but again, the state of Texas, which is bigger than many countries, is suing the pants off of Pfizer. That was never true. Nothing's changed. And you know what data they're using? They're using the 2021 data. You know what contract they're using? They're using the 2020 contract. So nothing, they're, they're, not, they're not new evidence. That, that I just thank God. Anything. I just thank God. I thank God for you. Uh, all glory to God for this network, for, for having a, just a check in our spirit and our soul. We knew we were doing the right thing in the face of being lamb blasted by the Rolling Stone and the New York Times. I mean, we came under so much heat, still do. It was, Reuters. you remember it was anti-Semitic for us to say that the shots were poisonous. Since when does the ADL care about vaccines? I don't know. Since when is that an anti-Semitic trope? I don't know. Uh, but now it turns out that Israel, who's on their, what, fifth vaccine that forced their entire population to get it? Who's yeah. the real haters of the Jewish people? Their own country, it turns out, that's run by Zionists, the criminals who are responsible for the infiltration of this government that's carrying out all of these crimes against humanity across the face of the planet, and they control every single entity inside of our federal bureaucracy. It's insanity. Uh, But I'm just glad that we got it. And I just want you to know that, uh, and I want to say, because I know that I've told you this privately, but I want everybody in our viewing audience of millions of people every day to understand what a treasure you are and how thankful we are to have you and how brave you have been because you could have cowered like a, a little uh, you know, bug that was about to get squashed when you were about to be killed or had to flee the country, but you didn't. You came back and you came back with even more fire than, than you left with. And that's because you fear nothing. You fear, you fear no man. Uh, you fear not death. I fear God. And uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's absolutely right. So, yeah. And thank you, Stu, for having me on. Um, I know the pressure that you were put under too, to not have me on. I just got a, uh, I just got a message here right now. Yeah. Tell Karen Kingston. So thank you for having me on your show, always being a welcome guest, um, you know, and, and it, again, I should come with a warning label. So you obviously have been very courageous to have me on to speak the truth. And, And we've been vindicated. Pfizer's being sued. Yes, there is graphene oxide in the shots. Yeah, you know, I was and, just going to say that we have outlets, yeah. we have media outlets that are somewhat friendly to us, who said no, no, we're not going to, we're not going to print that because I sent them the story when you came on and you verified the findings of Laquita Columna, who said, yeah. hey, it was one of the first things that came out. Warning: There's graphene oxide in this thing, and we can prove it. And then we had warning: There's 
there's nanotechnology in these things and we can prove it. Then we have yeah. literal microscopic imagery, but people wouldn't believe what their eyes were showing them was the truth. This is the great deception. This is a war of good versus evil. Make no mistake, this is a spiritual war. There is a demonic grip on the face of this planet right now, and it is our job to pick up the sword and fight. You've done that. Karen Kingston, God bless you. Thank you for being here. If you have been waiting for a screaming deal on one of my favorite pieces of gun gear, then you need to check out this special holiday promo from Vanish Holsters. They're doing an awesome deal. You can buy one of their ultra-comfortable holsters at a discount and then get a second one for 50% off the already low discounted price. This is perfect if you want to own and use the most comfortable holster and give one to a friend or a family member. The holidays are upon us. I promise you'll love this holster more than any other holster that you own. The reason why is because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable you'll forget that you're wearing it, which is why it's called the Vanish Holster. This revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-auto handguns, works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions, and it also lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines. Don't run out of ammo. Best of all, it comes with a money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, you get all of your money back with a hassle-free return policy. Now, since this is a holiday deal, it's set to expire soon. And let's be real, you know what's going on in our nation. You know criminals are more emboldened than ever, and the threat of terrorism is looming large. So don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your current holster is completely uncomfortable. Hurry up and grab this, because the deal ends on December 25th. Go to vnsh.com slash stew right now so you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Again, that's vnsh.com slash stew for Vanish Holsters. Filtersuck.com is the leading manufacturer in filterless air purification systems, whether you're dealing with pollen or mold or dust, shedding from your pet, or vaccinated neighbors mRNA spike protein shedding. Filtersuck.com has solutions for every scenario, at home, at work, or on the go. Breathe with confidence. Don't let your air suck. Rest well knowing that your home is protected 24-7. So now you can get a unit for your home or a portable unit for on-the-go travel. That's filtersuck.com. Use promo code STU for 10% off when you go to filtersuck.com. Well, I don't know about you, but off and on, I've had trouble sleeping for years. Actually, the majority of Americans struggle to get the sleep that they need. A friend of mine told me that it might be a magnesium deficiency, so I tried a whole bunch of supplements and none of it worked. Well, finally, thanks to this program, I was introduced to nutrition scientist and champion bodybuilder, Wade Lightheart, and he told me there's actually seven types of magnesium and your body needs all seven in order to get the proper sleep that some of these other companies advertise but just don't produce. Problem is because of industrial fertilizers, basically all the food that we eat is now deficient in magnesium. Magnesium Breakthrough is the only full-spectrum supplement that includes all seven forms of magnesium that's on the market. And let me tell you, this stuff actually works. Not only did it finally fix my sleep, but the energy levels that I've experienced have gone through the roof as well. To learn more about Magnesium Breakthrough, go to magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. Use promo code StuPeters10 to get 10% off your first bottle. You'll be glad that you did. magbreakthrough.com slash Peters. We are seeing unprecedented criminal tax hikes, hyperinflation, a full-blown recession, and it's all part of the grand plan. The billions of dollars that Biden keeps sending to that corrupt, fake Ukraine. The trillions in new taxes that he wants to shove down your throat. The electronic banking system crash, resetting everybody to zero. Checking accounts, savings accounts, 401ks, IRAs, all of it. Zero. But you don't have to be a victim. Protect your money and get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it when you call my friends at GoldCo. GoldCo has helped to protect over $2 billion in gold and silver for people like you and me. And now they're offering you up to $10,000 in bonus silver when opening a qualified IRA account just for being a supporter of The Stu Peters Show. So whether you want to protect your 50 grand or a half a million or even more, 
This is your opportunity to protect yourself from our out-of-control, corrupt corporate crime syndicate. Don't be a victim. Call Gold Co. 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. Or go to goldco.com slash stew. Of course, the apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, especially if grandma prepared them. What do grandmas do, by the way? Extra love, I suppose. Maybe real lard. Who knows? But it's not exactly the five recommended servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says that if you want to help prevent heart disease and lower blood pressure and cholesterol, eat five to six servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which is almost impossible. Plus, your kids will hate you. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. We've talked about it on the program. Every fruit and vegetable contained in this container or the several other flavors of Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart and your lung and your kidneys and your immune system. So with the holidays upon us, you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice right away your skin, your hair, and your nails will look and feel healthier too. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Your kids will love it, and they won't hate you. So let me get you started. 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code STEW. That's promo code STEW at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. The statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, which is probably a good thing. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Go to fieldofgreens.com and use promo code STEW for 15% off. Friends, I've got some alarming news. I've learned that over 70% of the power lines in our country, America, are over 25 years old, with many approaching the end of their typical 50 to 80 year life cycle. This will have severe consequences for our communities and our families, leaving us completely vulnerable to both power outages and cyber attacks. Coupled with the increasing number of major natural and manufactured disasters that our country is expected to experience in the future, it's no surprise that many Americans are searching for a safe and reliable alternative to traditional generators. Solar power generators are the only way to go, and solar power generators from Goal Zero offer a quiet, fume-free, reliable source of power. They're safe, they're portable, they're maintenance-free. A Goal Zero generator is ideal for all kinds of things, emergencies, camping, off-grid living. Don't wait for these people to manufacture another disaster. Go to survivalistscoop.com slash Peters to secure your family's safety right now. That's survivalistscoop.com slash Peters. So it's been seven years since 27-year-old DNC operative Seth Rich was brutally murdered in the streets of Washington, D.C. And still, to this day, people are fighting to get to the truth. What the hell did Seth Rich know? Why was he just randomly killed? It's not just conservatives that want to know. Even Joe Rogan is asking questions. This is a guy who is a real Bernie Sanders supporter, open Bernie Sanders supporter who worked for the DNC. The DNC absolutely rigged the primary against Bernie Sanders. He was aware of this. He was there while this was all going down. So was Donna Brazil. Everyone was aware of it. The guy got murdered after he leaked information to WikiLeaks. If you don't think that's a little weird, what are you looking at? What 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 delusional rose-colored glasses are you looking at your party from? Are you think you're in some Julia Roberts movie from 1990? This is real The amount of people connected to the Hillary Clinton organization, to the Clinton Foundation, to Bill Clinton, the amount of people that have been iced is stunning. Well, now finally the truth might be close at hand. For seven years, the FBI has been sitting not on one, but on two laptops owned by Seth Rich, which they seized even though the official story is just that Rich was killed by some random street criminal. But they've refused to release the laptops. They've refused to release the contents on them. 
They've guarded them like hawks for years, even though supposedly Seth Rich was just a minor staffer who died in some botched robbery. Well, now Texas Judge Amos Mazant has ordered the FBI to produce a timeline for turning the information over. This includes the info on Rich's personal laptop, his work laptop, his DVD player. Judge Mazant isn't playing around. The judge has ordered them to produce their disclosure plan within two weeks, so by the middle of next week at this point. Now, of course, the odds are nothing will come of this. The FBI has a way of accidentally losing or deleting information that they don't want people to see. You remember the Mueller investigation team accidentally wiped a bunch of their cell phones to make sure that nobody could ever read their text messages afterward. But hey, I don't know. Maybe this time we'll get lucky. Some divine intervention. And if we do, what comes out could be remarkable. It's all easy to forget now, but the rich murder came at the very start of the Russia hoax. The genesis of the Russia hoax was the claim that Russia hacked the DNC and stole all of its emails in order to hurt the Clinton campaign. The claim is that they did all this in collusion with Donald Trump. And that that single-handedly swung the 2016 race. Now, of course, all of this was a lie based on nothing. But a powerful competing theory was that Seth Rich released the embarrassing DNC emails because he was furious about how blatantly the 2016 primaries were rigged in favor of Hillary Clinton. So if Rich did that, odds are he is personally responsible for allowing Donald Trump to win the 2016 election. And if he did that, then he likely paid for that with his life. Shipwreck is a podcast host and self-described pattern recognition expert who's all over the story. And she joins us now. Uh, What say you? So the Seth Rich story was very near and dear to me. Seth Rich was born and raised in Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha is very close to me. I'm from the Midwest. And it was one of the stories that I had my very first kind of deep dive into something was the Seth Rich story. Um, And I had kind of gone back in preparation for this interview and revisited the entire thing. Obviously, this happened a really long time ago. It was trending for a long time. And then people, they tend to forget, as they should, you know, because of everything else that is going on. Um, He volunteered for the the Nebraska Democratic Party. He was active for Jewish outreach in Nebraska. His parents had stated in an interview that he had become very, very interested in politics in high school, which then once he graduated, he started working for the or he had gotten his degree at Creighton University. And then he had started working for the National uh, Committee as a voter expansion director in this. So it was Seth Rich's job for the DNC to make sure that everybody knew where to vote, to make sure they knew what uh, sector they were in, to make sure they knew where the areas were, the addresses. That was his job, but a very important job. But that's where the pretty much the story had started for me. When I heard he was from Nebraska, I was like, man, and Omaha's not, I mean, it's big, but it's not huge. You don't think of things like this that would happen to people from Omaha. But it all had started in July and June of 2016, where he was accused, uh, it was a group of damning emails that were released from the DNC to WikiLeaks just before the 2016 Democratic National Convention within days. Um, The leaker was then known as a man named Guccifer 2.0, which is part of the Russian collusion hoax. And that's where the whole Russia stuff had started, was supposedly this Guccifer was part of a Russian hacker group. Uh, The leak had named seven DNC staffers by name and highlighted overall corruption of the DNC party from donation corruption to misuse of of taxpayer dollars. Um, How the DNC was actively trying to screw Bernie Sanders over, like you'd stated, uh, and that it was reported for a long time and it part of... um, Joe Rogan's monologue was that he was an avid Bernie Sanders fan. And so why he leaked these emails 
was to highlight how they were taking over. Um, and then obviously, and probably the most prominent email section that myself and a lot of my people had gotten uh, pretty deep into was Pizzagate. And I know you are probably very familiar with Pizzagate. Um, the Pizzagate came with emails that were part of that leak that stemmed specifically from John and Tony Podesta, from yep. Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, ordering thousands of dollars of pizza and hot dogs, which were then proven later uh, by people on the internet that the FBI had used those very code words when it came to traffickers communicating publicly online about people that they were trafficking, specifically children. And the whole Pizzagate thing could be a... a a show in all of itself. And again, I'm sure you've done shows on that. We've done entire interviews on that. So let's talk about what the the connection is, the timing with now. So Julian Assange, who ran WikiLeaks, right? He's sitting in prison. The rumor or the theory is, is that Seth Rich had leaked these emails to Julian Assange, which is important now because with Tucker Carlson, who went on uh, Roseanne Barr's show, he brought up Seth Rich. And then he also sat down with Julian Assange a couple weeks ago while he was in prison and did this big interview with him. We haven't seen it yet. It's yet to be released. Um, but he also, Julian Assange had also become famous in 2010 when the WikiLeaks had published a series of leaks from the U.S. Army intelligence agents analyst Chelsea Manning highlighting corruption in the Afghanistan and Iraq wars. So WikiLeaks and, and Julian, they're all kind of intertwined in this. Um, and it said when I watched Tucker Carlson's interview with this, when he had sat down with Assange, he had point blank asked, Assange, if Seth Rich was his source and Assange still to this day from 2016 on still to this day would not give up a name, which you can take with grains of salt. All of this is kind of happening right now, which is is interesting because. We are coming up on the 2024 election cycle, so you kind of have to wonder why is Seth Rich trending again now? I mean, this is old. There was the lawsuits with Fox News. Why is why is Tucker Carlson bringing this up? And I think the reason that they are bringing this up now, not necessarily because people think that anything is going to happen. A lot of people felt a certain way about the judge's decision to um, demand the information from the laptops from Southridge. But a lot of people felt, well, it's been years. And if the FBI is corrupt, as everybody is saying that they are, they're going to wipe those laptops. They're going to wipe those DVDs. Why would why would they even try and get them at this point? You know, so I don't think the point is necessarily for justice, but I think the point is to really put the spotlight back on Seth Rich, back on the emails, back on on all the political corruption that happened in 2016 because we are coming up on the 2024 election. Yes. Tucker Carlson talked in that interview regarding the interview that he did with Julian Assange about Mike Pompeo. Did you see that part? Oh, yes, okay. I did. And he talked so, about how Pompeo tried to have Julian Assange assassinated while he was in prison via poisoning. Mm -hmm. The question that I have is, and I don't know if you've thought about it from this angle, Tucker Carlson said, this is very well known. He said, this is not conspiracy. This is not some fringe idea. This has been proven. This has been established. This is fact. Mike Pompeo tried to kill Julian Assange. If Tucker Carlson knew that, then why, when he was with Fox, did he not broadcast that? And why is that only just coming out now? Well, he was let go from Fox. And maybe that's why it's only coming out now. I mean... And I'm not to bash on Fox News, but Fox News is part of, you know, your mainstream media. They've got a narrative that they want to push just as CNN's got a narrative they want to push. Yeah, Fox you News is Zionist control. Let's just say it. They're Zionist controlled. They're paid for by the same are. people that pay for every other uh, media network here. The Rothschilds, Vanguard, BlackRock, State Street. And maybe that's a question for Tucker. Maybe he couldn't come out with it while he was at Fox News. Maybe this is why him leaving Fox News is so important to the alternate media game that we are playing right now. 
because maybe, you know, he would have lost a job or maybe he would have, you know, anything. Who knows what the people of Fox News? Obviously, there were a lot of things that Tucker wanted to talk about while he was in Fox News that he couldn't talk about. And now that he is outside of Fox News, all of this stuff is starting to come out. And I think that is the general consensus around what everybody kind of thinks when it comes to Tucker Carlson. So tell us more about Mike Pompeo. What should we know about this? I don't, you know what? I don't know too much about Mike Pompeo. I do know, wasn't he the director of the CIA during, oh, I'd have to look it back up. But wasn't he the director of the CIA during, um, you know what? I'm well, not we, even gonna we know that he was there I, during Trump and we know that Trump was advised to not have him there, uh, but that for Correct. some reason he was. And so, I mean, this just, it, it leads to a whole lot of questions surrounding Julian Assange. I know that we were supposed to go and sit down and meet with Julian Assange back during COVID, but you had to have your vaccines and your boosters. And we were just, nobody here at this network was willing to do that. Uh, although be it, we knew that that interview would absolutely break the internet. Uh, but we're not willing to die for it. And of course, we're not willing to inject ourselves with a weapon of biowarfare. But what do you think it is that Julian Assange is going to say? And what, how censored is this going to be? I don't know. I have been waiting. Are you talking about the interview with Tucker? Yeah. That he did? I don't know. I have been waiting for this interview for as long as I've been waiting for Dr. Fauci to be hauled off to jail. I have no idea what he's going to say. I have no idea how unfiltered it's going to be. I don't know how far Tucker's going to push this. I don't even know. If, if, you know, I, I don't even know, I guess, how far this could go without Tucker being concerned about his own life, you know, or, or, you know, other things, but I have no idea. We've been waiting and until, you know, it comes out and it drops, I really don't even know to talk about it. Yeah. So the FBI has been sitting on these two laptops and this DVD player, which they seized, but they're not willing to let it go. They're not willing to talk about it. What lengths will the FBI go to to make sure that, you know, the findings of this Seth Rich thing by the order of this Judge Mazant uh, never really happens? I mean, these people are guilty of murder and treason and an insurrection and, I mean, overthrowing a constitutional republic to usher in a one-world government. I mean, these people are responsible for committing some of the highest crimes against humanity. Uh, let's forget about the millions of people that we have bombed in the name of enriching these parasites in the D.C. Beltway. Never mind all the millions of people that died based on an intentionally released weapon of biowarfare across the entire planet and then injection part two and three and four and five. I mean, this is some serious high crimes. It is. And, as you know, with the FBI, like I'd stated, a lot of people think that even if the information does get released by the FBI, it's going to be wiped and we're not going to get any further. Again, I think the whole idea of this coming to fruition is to remind people, because you have noticed too, that who's all kind of trending again back right now. you got Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama. They're all campaigning for Joe Biden, who's not campaigning for himself. So they are all back in the spotlight. John Podesta is part of Biden's um, administration. He's back in the spotlight doing, I don't remember what his position is, but doing something. So why are all these people back into the spotlight and why do we need, to, I think, I think it is, I think people need to remember the people that know needed to remember who Seth Rich, Seth Rich was, why the emails were released, what the emails had said. And then I think there are a lot of new people who were not going through this from 2016, 17, 18, 19, that have come to kind of, there had their come to Jesus and that are going to to need this information that probably don't know anything about it. You, do you think, that think they that's this why? In, go, no, do you yeah. think that they needed this information as a warning for as to what could happen to them? 
I mean, it, it, are, you, are you talking like a threat? I don't think so. I think the whole idea, the whole story behind Seth Rich was a warning enough. When you look at his parents, they sued Fox News, right? Just for talking about it. I mean, you, I think that was warning enough. I don't think this has anything to do with the warning. I am of the belief that, that I am, I am of the belief that this is being released right now so that it comes back to the forefront of people mind, people's minds and so that people start to remember because yeah. a lot of people have forgotten what had happened. And that's that's the belief that I, I don't I don't see it as a warning. I don't see it as, as anything like that. I see it as just a reminder and then maybe even a, a seed to plant in the people who are just now coming into their own, you know, great awakening or whatever, whatever it is you want to call it, red pilling. Um, I think it was done as a reminder more than so than a warning. Well, it's my opinion that Seth Rich was on the Clinton body count. Uh, where can people find more from you? Because you have some fascinating takes. Yeah. So we do daily in, or we do daily content on TikTok uh, and X, obviously. And that's just at Shipwreck Show. And then we do a weekly show on Rumble and we do a weekly show on YouTube. Shipwreck Show. Thank you so much for your insight. Uh, it's, it's always interesting hearing from other perspectives, those people that you haven't spoken with before. We hope to have you back again sometime soon, if you'd agree. Sure. If you have the- Here's a really surprising fact. Research shows that even healthy people have wild swings in their blood sugar after eating. Blood sugar is a topic everyone needs to understand because spikes in blood sugar force your pancreas to work harder and are associated with things like weight gain, even risk of heart attack and stroke. Well, the boys at Bioptimizers have a blood sugar optimization product called Blood Sugar Breakthrough. I don't think I'm overstating my case when I say it's revolutionary. Simply take two capsules 15 minutes before each meal and your body will push carbs and glucose into your muscles to be used as fuel instead of turning them into fat. As a result, you'll enjoy more stable energy without the post-meal crash. Plus, you'll have better workouts, faster gains in the gym, easier time leaning out. But perhaps the biggest benefit of all of it is that you'll improve your overall health. You have to try it. For an exclusive offer, go to bioptimizers.com SP. Again, that's bioptimizers.com SP. What does the federal government do with your tax dollars? They waste billions in Ukraine. They give over $2,000 a month to illegal aliens invading our country. They murder scores of Americans with the corona hoax bioweapon jabs. They cheat in the elections and take away your voice. And when you complain about it, like the peaceful protests on January 6th, they put you in prison, torture you, and make up phony indictments against you. The enemy wants you to be a powerless slave that shuts up and does as you are told. But there is a way out of this tyranny. Freedom Law School has been teaching Americans for over 27 years that no law requires 99% of Americans to file and pay income tax. None of their students who have stopped paying have gone to prison or had their bank account and property stolen by the IRS. Go to freedomlawschool.org today to take five steps to freedom from IRS deception, robbery, and slavery. Totally free to set you free. Go to freedomlawschool.org today the threat of full-blown nuclear war is growing by the day i mean let's just say it like it is united states neocons like pfizer butt slut lindsey graham are just itching for a nuclear war with iran in the middle east china has been planning to conquer america for decades by using mao Zedong's blueprint that starved 50 million people to death and don't forget about israel's mass genocide of an entire people stoking rage across the entire muslim world Our southern border is open. Our country has been invaded by people that hate us. Global civilization is hanging by a thread. 
any one of these potential conflicts could be used by the elites at the World Economic Forum to initiate a mass kill-off event. The means of food production are controlled by the same globalist overlords who want you dead. They want to kill you. They want to kill your family. They want to kill your children and depopulate the planet. Prepare for the worst by trusting the best at HeavensHarvest.com. Order food for the year. Get a bucket of heirloom seeds. Get great-tasting food and fight the globalists by ensuring that you and your family will survive. Go to HeavensHarvest.com. Right now, through December 25th, through Christmas, Heaven's Harvest is offering 20% off. 20% off if you use the promo code STEW at HeavensHarvest.com. Keep your family safe. Be prepared. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code STEW for 20% off. Of course, the apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, especially if grandma prepared them. What do grandmas do, by the way? Extra love, I suppose. Maybe real lard. Who knows? But it's not exactly the five recommended servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says that if you want to help prevent heart disease and lower blood pressure and cholesterol, eat five to six servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which is almost impossible. Plus, your kids will hate you. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. We've talked about it on the program. Every fruit and vegetable contained in this container or the several other flavors of Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like your heart and your lung and your kidneys and your immune system. So with the holidays upon us, you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice right away your skin, your hair, and your nails will look and feel healthier too. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Your kids will love it, and they won't hate you. So let me get you started. 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code STU. That's promo code STU at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. The statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, which is probably a good thing. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Go to fieldofgreens.com and use promo code STU for 15% off.